Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, as we told you, it's time to talk to Dr. Anthony Rayo, nationally known child psychologist. He always writes us before we get into the weekend. Now, I feel like I need to check your temperature. Massachusetts is struggling with coronavirus, huh? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, things have ticked up here. Uh, we were on a call the other day. We we're working for some companies uh, to help them stay grounded and calm and, and, uh, um, and checking with some of their international partners. Uh, you know, the UK went uh, into lockdown, I think it was two days ago, Italy yesterday, if I believe. Um, pretty full and extensive lockdowns where people, you know, police are monitoring, making sure that you have a reason to be out, making sure social distancing is taking place. People can't use social media unless they're not putting out images of people partying and whatnot. It's, it's without fines. I mean, it, they're taking it very seriously, very early, um, you know, unlike our inability to kind of pull this together. So we're going to see these pop-ups in different places. Uh, here in, in the, around the Boston or Massachusetts area, we're thinking this has a lot to do with the sort of 20 to 30-somethings is sort of that group that seems to be sort of the highest rates right now. Mm-hmm. Doctor, you work on the East Coast, but obviously, you, you know, you, you talk to clients around the nation and world. Do you see the same type of stress, whether it be Western New York or the UK? Are you still dealing with the same type of stress or does it change regionally? You're going to see each individual have their own pattern, if you will, almost like fingerprints. But if you mm-hmm. step back, we're human beings. So it's basically the same. Any vulnerabilities you may have, they could be medical psychological, emotional, whatever it is, quirks of behavior, uh, problem behaviors are going to rise to the surface whenever anyone is stressed. So the individual may show their unique kind of, if you will, stress fingerprint, but overall, the systems are the same, how it comes, why it happens, and how to get out of it. Now, how somebody expresses their stress, that's kind of a learned behavior, but we can change how we handle stress, can't we? Uh, no, it's absolutely, absolutely true. You know, when you're, though, feeling stress and you are not thinking clearly, those two go hand in hand. We lose our critical thinking skills when we're that stressed or anxious. You mm-hmm. really think you don't have control. That's sort of the crime of this whole thing. When, in fact, a couple of some, some immediate changes to how you behave and how you think can sort of like put those stabilizers back in place. I mean, you've been around people, right, who are really upset, and you're, like, you're trying to talk them through it or talk them down, and then once you see them grab hold of a couple of basics, they calm down. And, and so we, we're all capable of doing that, but 
when we're upset, we sort of like that, that ability to make that change just gets, feels a little bit out of reach and you feel a little helpless and hopeless. So I know there's no magic fixes, but do you have ideas that you can share with us about how to stay grounded and calm, whether it's coronavirus, the elections or life itself? Money. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Toilet paper, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll, we'll find right. out. Um, bottom line is I don't think we've seen this level of stress for a long time and because the election is just pushing people over the edge on top of all of the issues around the pandemic. So, you know, I am getting all these requests coming in and, you know, I'm trying to take my own advice, right? And, uh, but while people are, are asking for me to help them stay grounded, you know, I, I'll be honest, like, you know, I'm also reaching, you know, for the wine and the Tate's cookies and, yes. and not taking my own advice, uh, catching myself Back on cable news, I've been really good about it just because it's really hard not to keep up. This feels very much like a, like a sporting event or a, se- yeah. a World Series, oh, yeah. if you will. So it's very, very hard. And, and I must say, between the big boards that they do all this magical stuff on and the numbers, it's almost impossible to look away. But um, when I, you know, you know, I put the wine and the cookies away and, and get grounded, um, I, I really come up with two ways to handle this level of stress. You know, you can't do what we call those minis as much. I don't know if you know that that's what they sometimes refer to, hmm? like those moments of mindfulness, quick mm-hmm. breath, quick stretch. Those are like little minis, and they're, and they're great, and please keep doing them, and keep doing them throughout the day, but do them more like a prevention rather mm-hmm. than a Band-Aid if you can. But when we're in this level, right, I come up with two basic ways to handle this. You've really got to kind of shake yourself out of this. You've got to adopt a very big picture view of the world. I tell people, think about like putting a frame around your view of your life. Like, I know it sounds a little weird right now, but think about it for a moment. You have like a nice picture, right? A nice photograph, right? You put a nice frame around it, a nice boundary. It contains it. It defines it. It's perfect. And we actually have frames, if you will, of how we see the world. And I tell people, look, whether you're young or old, it doesn't matter. You've got to tell yourself a couple of things. I got to take this down a few notches. You know, the Mm -hmm. world is going to be what the world is going to be. I don't have that level of control to be able to worry about things either far in the future or on that level of scale. And I'm tasked only with what's in front of me right now. What can I do today? You know, you wake up, you think of two or three things that you can do. Stay within a couple of days. Don't let your mind wander into the future. Control what you can. Let go of what you cannot. And reassess when you get to the next day or two or the next week, because then there's different options. But it's a, it's a fool's errand, if you will, to be thinking so much and worrying about things that really are outside our control. So I ask but, people, like, you've got to shake yourself up first. Let me ask you this. So when you say reassess, am I reassessing the past, present, or future? It's actually all, but stay in the moment if you can, Mm -hmm. or the things that are just slightly in front of you, using the past a little bit to inform you. You know, when I see someone that I think might be depressed, they tend to be ruminating living in the past on negative past things. Mm -hmm. People who are anxious tend to be ruminating on future scary things. Like they're, they're, they're not in the moment. That's why mindfulness and meditation and breathing and exercise and, and, and exposure to nature, all these things pull us out of our head, balance the system, and we're living more in moment, finding those right. things that you just really enjoy, that just the time seems to click, 
you know, you're not judgmental of yourself or others. You're just, you're just sort of living your life. That's the sweet spot. So great question, but try to stay more in the moment. And if you're going to okay. go back, try to pull the positives and think in the future logically. You know, doctor, when you're not available, I go to memes for my therapy. And there was the meme about if you live, if you live in the past, you are depressed. If you live in the future, you're anxious. So live in the present and feel great. Like that is, and that's just what you said. So there's some truth in memes, I think, a little but bit. But wait, they so are, they're che- useful. Absolutely. Check I mean, this out, though. I mean, the, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, a, finish. A meme, yeah. a meme in many ways, is a worldview, isn't it? It goes right yeah. back to what we said. It's almost like you could put a frame around that and put it on. Snapshot. Yeah. But the craziest thing, if you think about it, the shortest period of time that we live in is the now, is the present, is right this minute. We can spend lots of time on the past and lots of time dreaming about the future, but the shortest uh, actual amount of time we live in is in the, is the, in the present. Does that make sense? And we never used to be that way. No. I, mean, I think we're, we, we are designed, our brains are designed to be more in the moment. We're in the information age, digital revolution, right? So we're, we're, we're just constantly being bombarded, or I should say bombarding ourselves. We have mm-hmm. agency and control on that with all of these things that are just peaking our emotional systems, pushing new things and possibilities at us. And it's stimulating, it can be exciting, it could be frightening, it could be all of it, but it's taking you out of the moment. There's an amazing study about people's inability just to sit for just a few minutes by themselves in a quiet room and reflect. In fact, it's so boring and difficult to them. There's a study that showed, like, I think something after, I don't know, it was like a minute or so, maybe mm-hmm. like 30 seconds, I hate to say it. They gave them the option of, they said, hey, look, if you're that bored, there's this thing you can do. You can put it on your finger. It'll give you little electric shocks. And <laughs> they won't be pleasant, but it'll be something to do. People preferred to give themselves electric shock oh to just gosh. sit with their own thoughts. That's, That's how fine. conditioned really? we point. I believe yep. that. Um, I have a, you know, in your field, you're a psychologist and obviously you're nationally known and you're an author of Power of Agency. But I had a friend and I didn't know how to answer this question in 2020 where we're at right now. So they have a child that needs a psychologist. They feel like, you know, and it is stressful and they just feel like that could really help them more than a parent can. And I know in your field, you understand that. But it's very hard for them. Do you have any advice for somebody who's trying to find a psychologist during COVID times? Because a lot of doctors aren't taking patients. A lot of doctors are just doing Zoom calls. And just what your thoughts are. Do you have any advice? I, I, I do. I think we're seeing more and more of this where, where parents are like, you know, I'm seeing things that I'm really concerned about. Run some of the first things by your pediatrician, just in case there's some medical-related issue, then try to see if you can get some names of people. And most of it is being done virtually. And I think because we're heading in these numbers, we're going to see more of that. What I would say is, you know, for children, a lot of the work is actually with the parents to help coach them on what's best practices, not to pay too much attention to certain symptoms, how to navigate the world around kids so that those stresses come down, first of all, to identify what they are, and then maybe in a secondary way, speaking with a kid from time to time to get what their world is and trying to work with them one-on-one. We have this image of therapy for kids as being always in an office with toys. And, and that's true for certain kids who need more long-term work. It's better one-to-one. It involves play, all that. But most of the work we do is really to, to guide parents. So in many ways, it's please let your friend know or the, or the listener that this is something that you should do for yourself. Try to find someone who has good 
you know, child development background, who's a really good therapist with kids and teenagers, maybe young adults as well, but that you seek first some evaluation or a consultation around, you know, what could we be doing differently from the parent end? Because you'd be surprised how many symptoms and problems can really be helped when parents get on board. It really, it really is, a, is a game changer. Yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes we forget the part where it could be the parents. <laughs> Good oh, advice. Yeah, that's got to be a lot of the time. Um, uh, wait, did we talk about, hold on, we haven't had a chance to talk one more thing. Um, so Sunday, last Sunday specifically, the Buffalo I was, I, There was a game, and I know that I you're an play. East Coast guy. Uh, I don't remember. I uh-huh. was, yeah. uh, you <laughs> let me remind you, 2421. Uh, I'm going to need to check my calendar. I think I was, um, I was at a, uh, a virtual conference. Oh, I, I could... I Hold on, Jan. Suddenly time. there's some truth for the doctor that living in the past is kind of depressing. So, Yes. Um, Dr. Rayo, we could scooch over on the bandwagon if you want to jump up and be a Bills yeah. fan. I mean, well, future's I, I bright. I may start looking for property yeah. there. I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. Just some right. lawn there's, signs. There's still time. Have a great weekend. Thanks for all the advice. Oh, you too. Stay well, folks. Okay. Take care. Dr. Anthony right. Rayo, author of Power of Agency, a great book and also nationally known child psychologist, kind of helping us guide us through this crazy time that we're in always stay helpful. grounded stay calm and you need that today tomorrow mm, this weekend mm-hmm. yeah we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.